I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You are listening to an HD Smartcast original. Ever wondered when you should retire? Have you thought of how much money you need to make before planning your retirement? Do you find planning your retirement a big task? Here are the answers to all your questions. My name is Ashutosh Garg and I am the author of the best-selling book, Reinvent, Reboot, Rewire, Managing Retirement in the 21st Century. You are listening to my podcast, No Age for Retirement. Not only is this podcast the brainchild of the brand called you, it is also an HT Smartcast original and it is available on htsmartcast.com, India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Let us talk about retirement. And why it has always been said that retirement, the age, is only a number. We live in a country where we have 700 plus people who are less than 35 years of age. And yet, we have over 150 to 170 million people who are over 60. I think it's important to really understand that people who are over 60 will have a long and healthy life ahead of them. And therefore, I've often said, it is important for us to understand that our life post 60 will be almost equal to our life that we have spent working. In numbers, we work for about 35 years and we will probably live between 25 to 35 years after 60. So therefore, when I started to think about retirement, as I was approaching uh, the age of 60 a few years ago, I started to speak to several friends and I was surprised to find that not too many people were willing to address the issue of retirement in a manner that they would prepare for retirement. And therefore, what was a natural uh, challenge when people reached that age of superannuation? It was that Most of them were in a state of shock because they hadn't prepared. I think I'm going to start with just a small little poem. I don't know who who wrote it, but I'm going to quote this. And it said, at 10, we have just fun. At 20, we are still naughty. At 30, we think lofty. At 40, we get shifty. At 50, we confront reality. At 60, we seek serenity. Therefore, I think it's important for us to understand that in our age, which is the age that we are living in today, which is people of my vintage. The paradigm has changed completely from what it used to be at the time of my parents or my grandparents. Friends have often told me that yesterday's 60 is today's 40. Someone else said age is only a number. So therefore, by way of an example, when I started working uh, for ITC in 1979, I was a little over 21 years old when the then chairman, decided to increase the retirement age from 52 to 55. A lot of young people like me were most upset because we said our opportunities to grow beyond uh, 
who have been curtailed because the older people in the company have decided to extend their own retirement age. And I think this is something which we have seen repeatedly in more and more uh, business. And yet, as I reach the age of 60, uh, I realize that I'm not yet ready to hang up my gloves. So therefore, what really happens is that when we reach superannuation, and I have told this to many people many times, superannuation is a policy of our employers. It has nothing to do with you or me. Everybody who starts working will superannuate. What is important for us to do is to accept that it is time for us to reach the age of superannuation and it is time for us to plan. The question is, when should we start to plan? It is very important for us to recognize that we must learn to age gracefully. Someone who's 60 may be fit enough to be able to pretend that they, they are 40, but if they believe that they're still 20 and they push their bodies uh, like, the, like that uh, of, of a 20-year-old, uh, the body will rebel, the body will react. And that is what results in all kinds of other challenges for older people. It is also important to understand that as we get older, we are gradually getting into a situation where the younger generation in our own families or in our community that we live in start looking at us as the older generation who will be able to give them the direction, the wisdom and whatever else they seek from someone older. When I was in my 30s and 40s, we used to talk about planning for the retirement of our parents. Today, it is time to prepare for our own, our own retirement and what we are proposing to do once we step down from active work. But that does not at all mean that we stop working. There are many, many other opportunities and I have covered this and will continue to cover what we can do post-retirement in some other episodes. Just like in every other situation, so too for people who are reaching the age of 60, there is an optimist and there's a pessimist. The optimist experiences a challenge. They see it as a temporary situation, something that they will get past. And they often make a plan for recovery and take action. An optimist looks to the future. A pessimist, on the other hand, is at the opposite end. An a pessimist sees a problem and the problem affects every aspect of their life. No solution of a problem is in sight. There is usually someone to blame for the problem. Have you ever tried to help a pessimist solve a problem? They will argue with you that every possible situation will not work. There is no happy future. Everything is hopeless. So what do we as people who have reached the 60 have had a full life? may have been very, very successful, may have not been so successful. But it is a life with lots of success, lots of joys, lots of uh, achievements, and something that you can look back on, but something that you cannot change. We therefore have to try and figure out what we can do to be on the optimistic side of the spectrum post our retirement, rather than on the pessimistic side of the spectrum. Think of the old people you knew and think of people who said, this old man is just too crotchety. This old man is not willing to take any new ideas. This old man is not willing to accept that they have had to move on in life. 
And I then think of the pessimist, the optimist. And I can give an example of my late father who, till the time he was 87, was continuously chatting with his, his uh, grandchildren on WhatsApp, was uh, looking at where on the internet, was educating himself all the time. So it's a pure question of attitude of how do we want to handle our life post uh, what I keep saying, retirement. Let us examine our behavior patterns when we are confronted with any of our challenges whether we are optimists or pessimists. But it's important to be very honest with ourselves. Point number one, when a challenge arises, step back and see it for what it is. Do not put your own interpretations as soon as you see the challenge. Look for the opportunity within the challenge. Sometimes the opportunity is merely the experience gained from getting through the challenge and therefore no challenge is insurmountable. And I'm sure all of us have been through many challenges through our entire working career. And there is no reason why, as we look ahead, we should think that this is going to either destroy us or become too difficult for us to handle. The second point is that we must not let our challenge become our life. I'm sure as we look around us, we will see many people who will find many, many, many reasons to be able to say why they cannot do something. And there are other people who will turn around and tell you that, oh, I have all the time in the world to do whatever you want me to think of. The third one is move into an action mode as quickly as possible so that you are able to solve the challenge immediately. Make a plan and get started. So therefore, the most common challenge that I have seen with a lot of people who are reaching the age of superannuation is they do not have enough to do with their time. And I've told many people, there are so many things to do. There are so many people who need our time. There are so many areas which you have wanted to do when you were young, which you were not able to. This is the time to pick up what you wanted to do and start devoting time to it. And finally, the most important factor in being able to manage the challenges that we have is believe in yourself and believe in your own power. Just like you were able to pilot your own career when you were young, similarly, you can also pilot your next three decades after you have decided to hang up your gloves in one particular career. It is not the end of the world. We must cast off society's belief about aging and retirement. Optimists may have greater success, health and happiness. Pessimists may experience a self-fulfilling prophecy of unhappiness and despair. We choose our spot on the spectrum of pessimism on the one extreme and optimism on the other extreme, from where we will all make a decision of reinventing, rebooting our life as we look ahead. Finally, in conclusion, it is my belief that our life ahead can be one of adventure. It doesn't have to be a permanent rest that some of us believe. I'll think back about my, for, for my, uh, to my late grandfather, who was a very, very senior bureaucrat. He was so caught up in his own work. He retired at the age of 58 and two years later, he passed away because he was just not able to understand or accept that he needed to make a change in his life. Ask about yourself, whether your negative beliefs about retirement or superannuation are getting in the way of how you really want to live the third half of your life. When I say third half, 
the first one third I say is towards education, about 22, 23, 24 years. The second half, uh, second one third is the your working life, which is maybe 35 years. And the third one third is your life post superannuation. So remember, age is only a number. Retirement or superannuation is only in our mind. And the best in our lives is ahead of us. The best has, is, has, is, is there and it is yet to come. We just have to go out and discover it. The power is within us and we need to make sure we do what is best in our own interest, in the interest of our spouse and in the interest of our entire family. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Brand Called You, and never miss any update. For feedback, reach us on at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to more podcasts by The Brand Called You, log on to www.htsmartcast.com or suno nai nazari essay. This was an HD Smartcast original. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.